0: Hello and good evening. Welcome to another episode of Between the Presets, a podcast by me, Rudy Stetner, that comes out every Monday evening. Here is the place where anything that can be said in polite company is fair game for discussion, even if it occasionally offends. Let's roll. Earlier this week, I was listening to a show in which someone was discussing their book experiences that changed people's lives it might have been episodes in the class of an influential teacher it might have been a trip they took or some sign, some type of momentous event listening to the show got me to thinking about things in my life that upon reflection had had a formative influence upon me in later years. One such incident occurred on a beach near Cape Cod, Massachusetts, Horse Neck Beach. We used to go there in the summer, sometimes even in the early fall. I always preferred freshwater swimming or even swimming pools because it was possible to open one's eyes underwater and for me it hurt uh, hurt my eyes to open them underwater. Nevertheless, the beach was a, it was a beautiful place. Uh, some of the waves could be, you know, interesting to watch. Occasionally there was starfish near some saltwater beaches. I remember finding crabs, horseshoe crabs, uh, starfish, So as far as wildlife went, it was pretty interesting, but swimming, I was, I was not so keen on it. Mm -hmm. I remember during this trip though, my father telling us, as he had told us quite a few times before, be careful about undertow. Be careful about undertow. Don't, don't get caught up in undertow. Now I was about eight or nine years old and I didn't have any concept of what undertow was. To me, I was thinking of a giant toe, like a toe of a human foot under the water, kind of like floating in the water like a shark. It was mildly amusing, and I never paid it any mind. And at that age, I did not really... Did not really think anything bad could happen to me. Sure, I would hear about drownings on the news, um, accidents kids got into. But that was for kids who were just not as lucky as I was, not as tough as I was. So the undertow warnings went in one ear and out the other. I really didn't even know what they were. In any case, when we went to the ocean, I never went in over my head. I don't think any of us did. You would go in the water, maybe up to your chest, maybe a little further than that, and swim around and then uh, swim back to shore. So this particular day, it was my brother and my sister and I and my father went to the beach. And I go... Walking in the water. The slope of the ocean floor was not too steep. It slowly got deeper and deeper. I went out and I was up to my waist, maybe a little bit higher. And I remember looking back to the shore. And standing there. And I remember... a. tickling sensation under my feet, that it felt like the grains of sand were gently massaging the bottoms of my feet. It was a pleasant sensation. And as I was standing there in the water, it felt like I was moving. I thought this was peculiar. All I'm doing is standing here, moving in the water. Is my mind playing tricks on me? And I look to the shore, and indeed, I'm going further and further out. And I thought, "Wow, this is great! The sand is tickling my feet, and just standing here, I'm moving." It was like, uh, it was almost like an escalator or those uh, passages in the airport where you just stand there and put your bags down and The floor does all the walking for you. Till it occurred to me that this isn't just a feeling. It's not my imagination. I'm really moving further out from shore. So I see that my father is on the shore frantically waving a red bath towel at me and yelling something. I assume he was telling me to come back. And thinking, "Uh uh-oh, whoa, I've got myself into some trouble here. So I started thinking, it couldn't have been very long. It must have been a sequence of about no more than three or four minutes. So I said, if I'm being carried out and by the water at my feet, then that feeling of the sand underneath my feet is that of me being carried out. Ah, that's what they mean. Undertow. I'm being towed out by the water underneath my feet. And by this time, there was a lifeguard in a boat. He was coming towards me. So... There was no doubt in my mind that I had a problem. Despite this, I felt complete calm. I figured out that if this was indeed the undertow I had heard about so many times, that the best thing I could do would be to get on top of the water and swim with as little of my body down in the water as possible so I was able to do some sort of approximation of a breaststroke dog paddle whatever it was I just kept on moving forward uh swimming swimming to the shore as much as I can with without putting my feet down at all and by this time The rowboat was getting closer. Uh, My father was coming out, and everybody was very upset. i had swallowed a little bit of water. It felt like it had a kind of a sulfurous taste to it. I think the beach was fairly polluted. And then finally, when the water was no more than 18 inches deep, I put my feet down, and I just ran towards the shore, because I realized that even if I didn't feel threatened, that this was actually a dangerous situation. It was a happy ending to that story. Uh, my father was very upset. He had almost lost a kid, or so it seemed. He had sprained a muscle in his leg. He called that a charley horse. And he was in a lot of pain driving back to... uh where we lived. But even though that was probably a life-threatening situation, if I would not have come to my senses, I could easily have been towed out and possibly drowned. A sense of calm took over me, and I analyzed the language undertow, and being towed out, and the current is underneath my feet, and it was like a sense of calm took over, right? It was not in my temperament to get uh, hysterical in a really crazy situation like that. It is a blessing that this sense of calm took over and tends to take over with me when there is a situation that could be truly life-threatening, like being On black ice, driving in the winter and realizing that the car had no traction or being in an armed robbery, uh, falling off a motorcycle. There's a lot more that one can do when one keeps calm than going crazy hysterical. Looking back on that day in the middle of summer, there were a lot of lessons. Looking back on it, it was almost like interpreting a dream. And sometimes interpreting a dream and interpreting real-life occurrences aren't all that different. The sand tickling my feet, the pleasant sensation. I realized that that was... That pleasant sensation was really a warning. And it was telling me rather insistently that I had to get out of there. That tickling sensation of the sand under my feet was me being pulled out deeper, further into the ocean. Seeing my father waving the bath towel at me. Looking far more frantic than I had ever seen him before reminded me that hey maybe I am not in a good place maybe I need to get out of here maybe it's time to come out of the water sometimes when people tell you you're doing the wrong thing you're going to get yourself in trouble or whatever you're planning to do isn't going to turn out so well you can you can choose to follow your own instincts but you could still listen you could still listen to people. If there are people in your life who are waving that big red bath towel it might be a good idea to listen stop and listen to them hear what they got to say. And if something feels good, it might not necessarily mean that it is good. That tickly sensation underfoot could be, it could be something pleasant. It could also be a danger sign. That day, standing in the ocean, part of my realizing that I was in trouble and formulating a plan also involved analyzing the language what does undertow mean what were my parents talking about all those years when they would say be careful about undertow and when I finally thought about and not about a giant cartoonish toe underneath the water but say a tow truck towing me instead of towing a dead vehicle, then I was, by grace of God, able to formulate a plan of action. Fortunately, I was able to figure out before it was too late what my father was talking about with undertow, and I was much more careful from then on. So it's a good idea not just to utter warnings, but make sure that you're connecting with your kid um, concerning undertow, whatever it is. Oceans and lakes are beautiful places, but they can also be dangerous places. I'm much more comfortable walking on the shore, feeling the ocean breezes, looking at the waves, than I am going in the ocean. Uh maybe i'm a bit of a timid soul that way but stepping back and analyzing the language uh, taking apart what my father was saying and what he meant when he was talking about an undertow that could quite possibly have uh, saved my life or uh, saved me from some sort of uh, serious injury but looking back on that day on the beach in many ways it's been uh, a metaphor, a case in point for, you know, listening to myself, listening to the language, listening to other people, and uh, saving myself a lot of trouble by doing that. Listening to the assumptions and the knowledge embodied in language, also say in a workplace or in my community listening to the stories people tell about themselves uh, listening to the jokes they tell or are they kind jokes or are they jokes that are demeaning of other people there is always a lot more being said than just what is being said so i wish everybody a happy and safe summer or for that matter fall and winter beyond. It's always a good idea when you're coming to a new place to know what uh, the possible challenges and dangers might be. After living for decades in Brooklyn, in an area of one-way streets, for instance, I found that when I moved to a place where there were two-way streets, I had to teach myself to be careful all over again. And it's a lot easier to figure things out that like that than by figuring them out the hard way. So remember, don't make the same mistakes I made. Go out and make your own. But seriously, be careful, but have fun. This wraps up another weekly episode of Between the Presets. I thank you all for the pleasure of sharing with me my weekly muse. Whatever platform you access, hitting like, subscribe, or leaving a comment is much appreciated. My email address is thewinterriders at gmail.com. Thewinterriders at gmail.com. Until next week, adio, which in some African languages means born on Monday or be righteous and closely resembles adios in Spanish.